Welcome to another sparkling edition of The Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. I'm a bit worried, uh, Kevin, about sitting in here at the moment because I haven't got a, a charger for my phone and I'm worried um, that it's going to run out of juice altogether. And then, uh, what the fuck am I going to do? You're going to go do... off fucking radar. I'm going to go off radar. Well, do you know what? It's funny. When Twitter started first up, right? I mean, you know me and my various different sort of hobbies. I didn't actually want people to know where I was most of the fucking time. No. You know, I never ever wanted anyone to know. But now with Twitter, if you're not on it, people are going... Where have you been? Yeah, Where yeah. have you been? What, you've been off the radar for a few hours? I mean, what have you I been hate, doing? I hate myself for it, but I get that anxiety. You, know? you do? Where's my phone? I've got yeah. to be on Twitter. I've got to... It's not necessarily to actually go on to Twitter. It's just to check But you're worried you're going to miss something, Yeah, exactly. You? And right. I do learn quite a lot from Twitter. Oh, listen, Twitter for me I know, is... I know, the main thing I learn is Twitter's just full of cunts. The, well, that is a very true thing, uh, including us, by the way. <laughs> um, but here's the, the point. Two, the two top cunts yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, here's the point. That... Um, I get most of my news, I would say, from Twitter now. Certainly if it's not Twitter, it's another device that I've got on the phone, whether it's Mail Online, uh, whether it's the Times Online, whether it's the Sun, whether yeah. it's, you know, talk radio. I'm looking at stuff all the time. I can't imagine what life was like before that, can you? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, I used to get, I guess when we were reporters, you'd get a phone call from somebody, wouldn't you? Do you know? So-and-so's happened, some, some, something's happened, there's been a bomb or there's been a fucking fire, you better get down there, whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember uh, Twitter, I first got on the Twitter in like 2009, because somebody, I was... That's quite early. I was doing a, a uh, column at the Sunday Mirror at the time, somebody said, oh, you should get on this Twitter thing. Uh, so I didn't know what to do. I was doing a TV column, so yes. I, I called myself TV Kev. Which is a good nickname. Uh, yeah, I still stuck with it. And um, uh, uh, the company, then uh, about a month later, this is the Mirror Group newspaper's yeah. brilliant media company, oh, yeah. instructed all staff members that they should not be on Twitter, should not be on social You're joking. media. Yeah. Do you know, fucking useless. I was talking to somebody the other day. I, anyway, I ignored them. I was, I was talk- on the side. I was anyway. talking to somebody the other day because I've got to go to a party over there later. And um, he was saying to me, look, I've, the only problem is I've got a bit of a problem. I've got to finish some work. I've got to do some 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 reading of pages and stuff like that. I said, well, that's fine. Uh, but he doesn't live, um, you know, that near where the office is. And I said, well, why don't you just go in the office and do it? Oh, you can't. I'm like, what? They don't let anybody in the fucking office. So you can't actually go into the office and do the work that they want you to do. Is it the mirror? You have to, yeah, you no, have to that, do the it. The mirror is, is, is... You have to do it from outside the office. It's going full steam ahead. And I know lots of people who work there and they're all pissed off about it. And they're, getting, they're selling all the fucking computers. Yeah, they're getting rid of virtually everything. So does that mean they're going to go down to half a fucking floor? Because when you and I were there... And, and, and the rest they of had three floors, smaller didn't they? than that. They had three than... floors, right? Yeah. Now they've got the Express and the mirror. And they're only they on think two. half a floor. Uh, that would just be a few news desk executives, uh, a couple of features executives, the editor, yeah. deputy, that's about it. A handful of staff, the rest uh, against their desire. That is extraordinary, is it? Work at home. That's no way to work. You can't run it. a fucking... Now, I mean, there are some things you can do from home, right? I get that. I'm sure that you can do um, being a complete middle-class fucking tosspot type, um, you know, job like a yeah. management consultant where you can look at graphs all day and you can have Zoom calls with people. Yeah. But you have to be in an office if you're going to run a newspaper, surely to Christ, because how else can you get any ideas, picking pictures? You can't just keep looking on Zoom and it's, go, it's oh, let's idea. make that the front page. New- newspapers are the result of the collective minds of the people who 
work on them. Exactly. And all their ideas, they're bouncing off each other, they're talking to each other all day. And at the mirror, they've cut that fucking out of the equation. So good luck with your newspaper in the future. Maybe it can get even shitter. Although, I'll I'd be believe that hard when I pressed. say that's going to be fucking I hard. I mean, we're going to be hard-pressed to make it even worse than yeah, it is now. I mean, Boris Johnson's a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got that message. Yeah. You Angela said, Rain is the future. Yeah. I'm a th- fucking Keir future. Starmer. Yeah, Keir, Keir Starmer. Starmer. The man, the mission. Fuck yeah. off. I mean, how useless is Keir Starmer, right? So today, uh, we've had this big day with the COVID report coming out. Um, and you would think Labour would be all over it like a yeah. fucking rash, saying, see, we told you you should have locked down earlier. Yeah. We told you the PPE was a pile of shit. We told you you shouldn't have sent old people back into care homes. Yeah. But except they can't do that because they didn't say any of that. And well, all they've said in the last six months was you should have done it all a lot earlier. But they didn't say it at the time. Yeah, Keir Starmer, of course, he's the guy who says that the next James Bond should be a woman. Yeah, even though he doesn't know what. Fuck off, you cunt. Of course, the next James Bond shouldn't be a woman, you stupid fucking (laughs) forensic twat. Uh, But he also can't tell you what a woman is. So I don't know how he thinks he's going to get a woman to play James Bond, since he can't fucking define one. Fucking wanker. uh, So the uh, big parliamentary report on COVID has come out today, uh, and it seems to have forgotten that uh, along the way we've discovered that uh, lockdown don't do anything to stop no. the spread of the virus. So it is blaming the government for not locking down early enough, yeah. th- leaving it three weeks and therefore thousands of people died. No, 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 no. What the government should be blamed for was fucking locking down at all. Yes. No, I agree with that. But of course, the conclusion that the media are going to jump to is that, oh, they didn't do it soon enough. They should have done it well, for no, longer. Well, no, but they shouldn't have done it at all. But they did it on the 23rd of March, right, when already the peak had been reached. Yeah. So we knew that the peak of the disease was passed. Yeah. And when it started to go down and the infection rate started to go down, that had absolutely fuck all to do with the fact that there was a lockdown yeah. and everything to do with the fact that the fucking peak had passed. Lockdowns, uh, I mean, there are some hardliners who say lockdowns have no effect whatsoever. Personally, I believe that lockdowns uh, will sort of delay the speed of the spread. So... Uh, if people are all shut in their houses, they mm. don't spread it to each other. Therefore, yeah, but, but then, then as soon as you open the fucking front door, right. it spreads again. Right. And the end result is exactly the same as somewhere as like would Sweden, be. where they never did yes. lockdown. But it would also be the case, would it not, that you know, regardless of whether or not uh, it spreads at some point anyway, and the reason they did it that way was so it wouldn't overwhelm the NHS, so that you know the NHS could cope. The fact is, if you'd let the people stay out, they would have got COVID, most of them would have been fine, and they'd have all had fucking herd immunity. Yeah, yeah. So nobody actually would have been going yeah. to hospital anyway. So so that conclusion, oh, the government should have locked down earlier. No, 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 you pricks. Everybody knows what we should have done now. We should have done what fucking Sweden did. Mm. Fuck all. Yeah. Don't lock down. Right. Look at Sweden now. It's in a better state than we are. Well, look at Denmark. Denmark, which actually um, was much better in a way than Sweden as well. Um, in terms of the number of people that died. In the end, they fucking uh, have lifted every single restriction in 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 every situation. In so every, that even now, way. if you uh, there are, are no restrictions. So if you're in a, in a school, for example, and and the kid sitting next to you gets COVID, has to go home. You don't have to go yeah, home. Exactly. But in every other part part of Europe, you still have yeah. to go home. Yeah. And yet, this fucking stupid report says you should have locked down earlier. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't understand. Lockdowns don't fucking work. Right. And the other thing that really fucking annoys me about this report uh, by uh, a committee which the former health secretary Jeremy Hunt Jeremy is the Hunt. chairman of uh, funnily enough criticising his successor uh, Matt Hancock who if I was still in charge I would have done yeah. it much better Matt's gone a bit quiet yeah, lately yeah, hasn't yeah, he? Well, yeah well I wonder why well, that 
no, but there was talk, wasn't there, a few weeks ago that he wanted to make his comeback? Do you remember? Yeah, well, he can and fucking. He started fucking yeah, tipping good luck off with that, you little cunt. He started tipping off a few of the paps as to where he was going to be, yeah, so they yeah. could take some pictures of his hunky self, yeah, you know, out with his new bird. Yeah. Going, look at me, I've managed to snag this Italian woman who used to go out with Oliver Boner. Hey, hand job, you're fucking finished. Forget <laughs> it. You're never coming back. Yeah. But the thing is, the other conclusion of this <laughs> <Hand> job, uh, <laughs> Matt, hand job. Yeah. The other conclusion of this report is uh, that it's all the politicians' fault. So you've got Labour going, oh, Boris, the government, the cabinet. Mm. The What is included in this report that nobody's making anything of, but it is, is a really crucial point, is that everything the government did in those early stages... Uh, when was it, shit. When, so it's... It, <laughs> well, yeah, but its initial thought was to not lock down. Yes. Uh, guess what? Uh, Witty, Valance and Sage uh, scared the shit out of Dominic Cummings, yeah. who scared the shit out of Boris Johnson, well, scared out who of scared the shit out of Man Han- Matt Hancock, and then we locked down. So what the government did... Yeah, but here's a good question, though, because I don't understand no, the but process. This is, gov- this is the advice yeah, but, yeah, of yeah. Sage. No, but this is Witty. what I'm saying. No, but Dominic Cummings said, don't you remember, he said at the beginning, Sage did not want to lock down either. And it was Boris that disagreed with them and decided to lock down against their advice in the first instance. Well, yeah, but then again, how does that uh, follow? Because Neil Ferguson is part of Sage. Yeah, I don't. And he said 500,000 people might yeah, die if we but I mean, whatever you say about Dominic Cummings, and I think he's a fucking onerous, pedantic twat, right, who's not half as clever as he thinks yeah. he is. But he's not, I don't think he's a liar. I think he so I think, I think, think all of that, uh, but Sage did not, so I think... So I think all of that... But Sage did not... Sage... Uh, and Valance and Witty uh, at first went, were certainly in favour of caution when it came to locking they down. They were. Uh, and then they changed their minds mm. and then Boris locked down. But what this report contains is the very crucial mm. sentence that at all times the government, Boris, the cabinet, were following the advice of Valance, Witty and Sage. Yeah. So all they did was follow the advice. Yeah. They're the ones in the shit now. They're saying politicians should resign, mm. Boris should resign, yeah. Hancock should resign, all these people should resign. Yeah. Uh, and, and all they did was follow the advice. What about the scientific advisors? Why are they not considering their position? Why is Witty why not? Still got why is Witty not considering resigning? Why is Valance not resigning? Yeah. Why are Sage not all resigning on yeah. mass? Because they gave Boris the wrong fucking advice. Yes, absolutely correct. And what about the fucking idea that Witty at one point at the beginning said, for most people, this will be a very mild illness? Yeah. That's what he said. Those yeah. were his words. We've got them on video. Yeah. And he suddenly now... I mean, he's gone very quiet. I haven't heard from Witty for a while. Valance is still mouthing off, yeah, bumping uh, uh, his fucking gums about and stuff. And that fucking twat uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme yes. Jonathan Van Tam, yeah. the deputy chief medical officer uh, he's the one at the weekend I took him up, I took him to task on mm. Twitter uh, he said oh well the, the thing is you know after all these lockdowns and all this social distancing it's left us with a very low resistance yeah. to flu oh, yeah. and unless we're careful 60,000 people is, right? might die of fucking flu well is... whose fucking fault is that Van Damme right. but the trouble is you read that shit and you just go I don't believe you I just don't fucking believe well, it. Well, yeah, but, but, you know, it's his fault. He's mm. the one who wanted us to lock down. Mm. He's the one who wanted us to socially distance. And now he's saying, oh, well, you've left yourself with a really low resistance to, f- to flu. Well, that's your fucking fault. Yeah, but, I mean, These bloody people, they proceed with impunity as if all their mistakes must be forgiven. Fuck them. Right. But don't forget, right, over the course of a year, 
you've actually got something like 350 to 400,000 people dying every single year of something, right? So the idea that even 60,000 will die of flu, which is probably not true anyway, is bollocks. No, well, it doesn't matter a fucking row of beans. Yeah, but also it's like, right, oh, go and get your your COVID jab, get your double get jab. Get a flu jab while you're at get it. Your flu. It's worth it turning us into the sort of pin-cushion nation. Yeah. Get injected, get injected, get injected. Go fuck but yourself. This is the danger, right, of giving more power than they fucking deserve to these poxy fucking well, scientists. Can we become because, a- you know, you could have spent your entire life taking the advice of scientists, right? Now, right. you might argue that you'd have been healthier. You might have said, well, listen, you shouldn't have smoked Oh, yeah, you shouldn't have been drinking. Oh, yeah, you should have been eating better. Well, except, <laughs> you know... Let's start with a list of what we yeah, shouldn't have been doing. Exactly. Could get well, worse. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere else. But here's the fucking point, right? You wanted to have a fucking good time. I had a very good time in my life, right? did. You know, if I fucking die at the age of 70 instead of 80 because I've overdone it, then that's my fucking choice. Yeah. Thanks very much indeed. I do not wish for yeah. Chris Whitty to be standing on the corner going, don't want to do that. Yeah, 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 oh, we don't want exactly to order that. Right. Exactly Fuck right. off. Because we are going back to those heady days when your personal health was your personal yeah. affair. Right. Now, suddenly, it's Dr. Cabinet, Dr. Prime Minister, yeah. Dr. fucking Sage, Dr. Yeah. fucking... Don't put this, the that, NHS you know, in danger. As if, as if everything is all about our personal yeah. health. I don't... I maintain it is not the fucking government government's job to look after my health they're not doctors no. and if i decide i want to smoke and drink myself to fucking death by the age of right. 50 i fucking well will and quite and frankly, bollocks to you you also, you'll save the nhs a bucket load of money if you die young yeah yeah because, yeah you know you won't they won't but have to fucking this health you. obsession you know it's a we've got to keep people safe yeah what was it uh what was it save lives protect the nhs oh, yeah. what was the first protect one the NHS. what was um, the first one forgot save lives stay Some, inside or something so, that's right stay, stay home Stay home, save lives, yeah. protect the Fuck NHS. Off. I'm not staying home. You know, most women, and yeah. we talked about this the other week because of the Sarah Everard case, most women are murdered in their own home. So when you say stay home, that's yeah. not actually the that's safest place. That doesn't save many lives. No, it's not actually the safest place for a lot of people to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. It's basically your husband or your, fa- your partner or your fucking brother yeah. or your son might kill you. And by the way, the fucking NHS can go and fuck itself. Yeah. I'm not fucking protecting the NHS. The NHS's job is to protect me. Yeah, well, you me. might as well give up on and that one. the fucking one. NHS let this nation down to a disgraceful extent yeah. throughout the COVID crisis. Uh, and at least, uh, not, at least some people are beginning to realise well, every that day, our health right? service every is not day. the envy of the world. It's no. shit. Every day, you and I have these conversations with people on the radio who call in to say, this has happened, that's happened. There is no one I don't think that I've spoken to in the last 18 months who has got a nice, cheery story about how the NHS saved somebody's yeah. life. What yeah. they've got is a whole collection of ghastly, horrible fucking stories yeah. of how they fucked it up and the person either died or is now in stage four cancer because yeah. it wasn't diagnosed or is going to have to have open heart yeah. surgery or has lost a fucking leg. I mean, you know, it's an yeah. absolute litany of horror. I'll tell you, I fucking, fucking hate useless. the NHS. Well, I really hate in the NHS. Yeah. Uh, it's not in the middle man managers and all the hospital administrator mm. it's the fucking frontline workers i oh, can't yeah. stand the doctors <laughs> and i fucking hate the nurses yeah i know that's a joke no, you're just saying that because you no, want, no, but you it's want like you always have to, to like do you the, you always have to do this caveat don't you? except for the front i'm line just work. joking except for the doctors yeah. and the nurses it's like the people who keep saying the word sadly in front yeah. of people dying yeah 
Why is it sad? You know, well, of course, there was the 300,000 people that sadly died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how did they sadly die? They either died or didn't fucking die. I know, I know. I hate this kind of, uh, you know, insertion of of words which are unnecessary. Yeah, I know a lot of doctors and nurses work very hard and... uh, They do. ...and all that, but but they're part... And it's not a very pleasant job. But but frankly, I don't care. They're part of a shit system that we ought ought to sort out. Yeah, but also nobody's made them become a fucking doctor. You know, like these nurses in the ICU going... Oh, it's been really stressful. People have been dying. Yeah. Well, that's because you're in the intensive yeah. care unit. What do you think people well, do? Because all the nurses, of course, are down the food bank, aren't they? That's where of course they, they are. All their yeah. time. Don't nurses be such a horrible to Tory. Don't you know that you're a yeah. Tory They're now. getting so badly paid, they have to go to food banks, said the Daily Mirror and the Guardian. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, everybody knows Bullshit. that people are starving like Marcus Rashford starving it's like kids. All that there bollocks. aren't any starving kids. They're all fucking fat. Mm. Well, I think as Jeremy Clarkson rather cleverly wrote this weekend in his column, I don't know if you saw it, when he was talking about this mother of eight sitting in front of the world's biggest television, talking about <laughs> how she didn't know whether she was going to have to choose between eating and heating because my kids are all fucking starving. Yeah. And you go, well, maybe you should have had some money then. Yeah. It's a choice of widescreen TV yeah. or food. Maybe you could have had, uh, you know, maybe five kids yeah. instead of eight. And you always want to say, if your kids are so fucking starving, how come they're so fucking fat? Well, exactly that. Well, because they're not eating nutritionally well. Well, yeah, but they're not starving. No. They're stuffing their face with I shit. I think, like a lot of things in this world, the word starving has been redefined. Yeah. A bit like equality, you know, because we now learn from St Andrews University, equality yeah. doesn't mean that. Yeah. You treat everybody equally. Yeah. It means you treat everybody differently. Yeah. Speaking of which, I've got some breaking news oh, for go you. Oh, go on. Uh, and it's about our favourite couple, Harry and Meghan. Hunt! <laughs> 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 Sorry, I've got something in my throat. I can see that. Um, apparently, the Sussex have been appointed. This is great. They've been appointed impact partners, right? Uh, a place called Ethic, based in New York, which has got a fund of $1.3 billion. What's that for, right? then? Now, apparently, uh, this is some kind of banking system. So they've basically gone into banking with a British guy called Jay Lipman, Two Australian bankers called Doug Scott and Johnny Mayer. Yeah. I think when they say banker, they mean wanker, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. All three work for Deutsche Bank and JP Morgan. Very ethical uh, companies, ethical, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And now they're saying we need ethical funds because it's one of the fastest growing sectors of investment, okay? So they're going to change the world by putting their money into this investment firm. Well, hang on a second. What, what, what you mean? So they're speculating with cash. It would look they're so. They're putting money in well, to and make and some money, and they're also lending obviously their name to these uh, rich tossers in New York. Well, hang on. Well, so what's it going to do then? Well, what do you mean? Well, presumably they're going to invest in ethical things, like I don't know, things to save the planet. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't fucking know what an ethical fund is. Every year, I get a fucking call from my financial advisor who says. Um, you know, do you have any issues about investing in unethical businesses? And I went, no, <laughs> not really. No, one of my favourites. One of my favourites, actually. In fact, the more unethical, the better. Uh, in fact, um, if it's an arms dealer and it's making fucking money, I think you'll find that's where I want my money to be. And I'm putting all my money in Saudi Arabia. But yeah, in the absolutely. Uh, in a joint interview with the New York Times, Megan says, from the world I come from, you don't talk about investing. You have, You don't have the luxury to invest. It sounds so fancy. What world is she talking about? Her well, middle-class fucking upbringing in Los Angeles. What world she comes from? She talks about fucking everything. Yeah, but hang on. That's a fucking trap. Yeah, but I mean, one of the things that I learned when I first went to America 
was a company called Charles Schwab, which was an oh, everyday. Yeah, I remember them. They yeah. used to advertise on television all the time, right? Yeah. Because everyone in America Schwab. knew about stocks and shares. Yeah. I came from Mutuals. England. Yeah. Mutuals. I came from England where nobody knew about fucking stocks and shares, yeah. right? And so, uh, but everyone that I knew and everyone that I met had a stock portfolio. Yeah, so for her to make out that there was never any investment going on from her father, who was a relatively well-off bloke yeah. who worked in the film business, give me a fucking yeah, break. Yeah, well, if they go into this ethical fucking investment fund, right, and then they, you know, I don't know, they, they, they sort of set up, like, water for thirsty kids in Africa and yeah. all that crap. Well, there's not much money in that, well, is there? Well, actually, there fucking is, because you get a lot of government grants. Do you? I know, I know some big-money people who make oh, yeah. shitloads of money out okay. of government grants in Africa. Well, how about uh, this? The co-founder, Doug Scott, went to the University of Melbourne before entering the world of investment banking, specifically with oil and gas. Oh, that's sound, ethical. Well, that's very ethical. That's ethical. So, what basically what you're saying is that those cunts Harry and Meghan are yeah. going to put all their money into this investment fund and get loads more money back. So, yes. when they make all their profits on their money, what are they going to do with it? Well, just shove it in the bank. That's not very fucking ethical. No, is it? I presume they're not going to help the fucking poor, are of they? they? Around the world, not. apparently, Better Up, which is the last company they got involved with, uh, when they hired the Duke of Sussex or. Uh, Herbert the Harry or Harry the Herbert uh, as chief impact officer in March apparently has raised 220 million pounds from investors valuing the company at around 3.4 billion this is a fucking racket now this it's is, a racket yeah. I it's, mean why would you invest in a company just because they were involved in it would you remember when uh, she bought shares in that company uh, that makes ethical coffee oh yeah down in California yeah yeah that, so they make coffee out of fucking mushrooms and shit like oh, that yeah. But probably tastes like mud or something. Probably. Anyway, uh, well, you don't so, bother. So, you don't actually bother drinking so, it or buying it. Well, right? what she did though was she put a load of money or she put some money into this company, and then she gets her mate uh, Oprah Winfrey to go on social media and say this coffee's great, uh, and so uh, the value of the shares like quadrupled overnight. Megan Banks a fucking fortune. Yeah, that's ethical, isn't it? Unbelievable. I mean, they really are taking the piss, and I can't believe. Um, that anyone in this country wants to have either of them back here. I don't think he's coming back ever. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, he's, now, he he's clearly fallen into that trap where you think, oh, everything in America is great. Mm. Well, it's great if you're yeah. a fucking millionaire, yeah. and it's great, but why about you go down to the fucking yeah. homeless shelter uh, five minutes yeah. down the road from where you live? How yeah. about you go to the canyons of fucking Northern California where all these fucking homeless people are living yeah. and give them some money? Yeah, well, Instead they're of yeah, yeah, investing a hundred million uh, in a, this fucking a prince know. cunt. Why don't you take a flying fuck at the moon? Both yeah, of you, absolutely fucking right. Wankers. Fucking absolutely unbelievable. Now, talking about taking a flying fuck at the moon, I've got something else funny for you here. And this is in the uh, today's woke wokery fucking department, <laughs> right? And this is apparently, I don't know whether you've ever heard of um, of the person I'm about to talk to, Demi Lovato, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who apparently has claimed that basically uh, the term alien is not the right term that you should use. It's offensive, she says, right? And I think she must have been on the old uh, crystal meth. To extraterrestrials. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> right? So I don't think she quite understands the use of the term alien on Earth. Instead, we it's should to use... To do with yeah. Instead, it? we should use the term extraterrestrials because that's... Well, so, what, so what happens when, when people are coming to Britain and they're from... A different country. If you're an illegal called, alien. Well, well you, but you, you don't have to be... You can be a legal alien, but you're an alien. You can. You're an alien. Yeah. Uh, so well, I mean, you... if you get a green card in America, the card says resident alien, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You are an alien. It's the, it's the correct term. Hmm. Uh, so what does she want us to call people from France, then? Oh, I don't know. Extraterrestrial. Probably never heard of France. Well, she's an American actress. She doesn't, want, no, doesn't know what the fucking word alien means, no. a fucking moron. No, but that's also because, she, being American, she won't know where France is. I mean, yeah. most Americans could not point to you well, to France. Says 76% of them haven't got passports. That's right. 
because I met a guy once on a plane. I remember we were flying to Denver or something like that. I was doing a story. Um, and he was flying onto Las Vegas, and I was like, and we started talking, and he was like, "Oh, you're from Europe, huh?" And I said, "Yeah, you're where?" Wrong. I said, "Yeah, London, 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 England." I don't know about that. And he just went on and on and on about how much America had to offer and how great he loved America and how everything in America was fantastic and why he didn't ever want to leave. Yeah, he's well, like, why would I go to Europe? I mean, to be fair to America, uh, you know, if you've got a couple of quid to get on a domestic airline, uh, it has got a lot to offer. You can do pretty much anything you like in Af in America. Well, you used uh, to be But it's a very insular place. I remember when, uh, years ago, um, when I was living there, we went to do a story over in... Mississippi, you know, right in the boondocks, middle of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're in this big BMW and we were, <laughs> we were really low on gas. And so uh, uh, I saw this old lady uh, walking down the street. I said, excuse me, man, uh, pull the car. I said, do you know where the nearest gas station is? Yeah. She says, yeah, it's right up around the corner there on the left-hand side. So we drove up there. It's like, and it's it's Tuesday, and it's like about eleven a.m. Mm. And we get there, and the fucking thing's closed. Hey. So I go back to this old lady. I said, "Well, we went to the gas station. It's like eleven a.m. on Tuesday, but it's closed on eleven a.m. on a Tuesday." Why? She goes, "Well, round these parts, that don't make no never mind." <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and it's shut and he, yeah it was just fucking shut so we went to a diner uh, to get something to eat you know American diner food which I quite like actually I love an American yeah. diner oh, yeah, oh listen yeah. I'm so, going there at Christmas and I cannot fucking I wait I love diner breakfast food breakfast in diners oh beef hash and eggs Americans do the best breakfast yeah. steak and eggs oh fucking great yeah. anyway so we go to this uh, diner and um, there's a few locals there in their baseball caps and that but uh, we sort of stood out a bit so the waitress kind of served us, and she go, she said to him, "Where are you guys from? Uh, from uh, from London, as you said, London, England. London, England. No, no, London in the North yes. Pole, London, uh, Ontario. Yeah, there's one there. Well, I suppose there is that one. Anyway, uh, so she goes, oh wow, and she sort of retired and stood at this side of the restaurant and just looked at us for about twenty minutes, and she's like really going, she goes. Just looking at us like we we're kind of exhibits in the zoo yeah, or yeah. something. So in there I said, you all right? You want to ask us something mm. or something? She goes, yeah, yeah. I go, okay, well, ask away. approach. Ask yes. So she sort of shuffled over and said, I was wondering. I go, what's that? I said, y'all have dollars in London? <laughs> I said, no, it's the most remarkable thing. We have our own currency. Yes, really. <laughs> so I was explaining to her about pounds right. and all the countries in the yeah. world that didn't have American dollars. Yeah. And she was amazed by Indeed. this revelation. Well, I don't, I don't know if you've seen it. It's actually a few days, a few years old, but it came up. It popped up again on my Twitter feed for some reason. But there was a, a show on CNBC in America, yeah. which is their financial channel, where they had this guy who's quite well known interviewing somebody from the Irish, either Irish consulate or um, the Irish Business yeah, Bureau yeah, or something yeah. like that. And it was all about, you know, probably the European Union, this, that, and the other. Anyway, um, the guy, the Irish guy said something about euros and this American bloke goes, you use euros? Why do you use euros? And he's like, well, because we're in the European Union. Why don't you use the pound? Well, we're not actually <laughs> British. Well... You're right near them. Why wouldn't you? Not? And this fucking guy was literally incredulous. And the Irish guy's going, "What the fuck is he talking about? They have no clue." He said, "But in Scotland they have the pound, right? Well, they have Scottish pounds. Scottish pounds? 
What's that? They literally, I mean, don't don't know shit from Shinola. They They really really don't. don't. It's fucking embarrassing. Bunch of morons. There was a survey, uh, I think when I was living there, and it was among 16-year-old school kids, and uh, they were asked leading questions. Uh, 80% of them thought that uh, Britain was an island three miles off the coast of New York. <laughs> I said, that's wrong. It's at least five miles. Jesus Christ. That well, is how good, fucking idiots. I mean, you think we've got a bad education system. I know. Try America. Oh, man, that is really fucking bad news. Speaking of uh, people's um, sort of assumptions about things, I was talking to somebody today about the whole COVID business and how it was never really as dangerous as everybody made it out to be. And I was talking to my sister about the numbers in America and both America and here, believe it or not, it's 0.2% of the population that died. Same figure. Because COVID, you know, in terms of a fatal pandemic, was a bit of a non-starter. I mean, it's it's only about 2 million, isn't it, all over the world after a year and a half sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, And if you go back to the 1920 uh, flu epidemic, 50 million people died from that. That was a proper pandemic. Ours is a shit pandemic. Never really got off the ground. It's a fucking loser. It's Mm. like in the fourth division, you know. But do you think it's going to come back now? I don't think it is. No. I think it's gone. Well, I think, think, uh, and I'm not just sort of, talking myself and talk to quite a few medical professionals it's not going anywhere it'll always be with us but from now on covid will be like getting the flu or getting a cold uh it'll lose its uh power as a fatal condition so uh you know it'll be around but it's not going to kill us anymore and it'll just be one of those things that you catch in the winter but when are all these fucking restrictions going to be stopped then uh, well, because in Wales they're now getting vaccine passports out. I listened yeah. to Vaughan Gethin uh, yeah. this week talking, trying to justify what the fuck they're doing in Wales, and he can't. He kept saying evidence. Yeah, no, you haven't got um, any evidence, bollocks. mate. Rubbish. Yeah, we, we've got evidence that when there was a, what was it that, that you know when there were uh, concerts and things, the festivals that when people gathered, there's evidence that this causes. Spread. Oh yeah, it's not evidence. Yeah, because nightclubs definitely spread it. Well, how do you know that nightclubs spread it? Statistics. They've been fucking closed for a year, right? <clears throat> well, you think about think about London now, or think about Britain or England, right? Think about London. You know what is it now? Three, four months uh, that we've basically been living pretty normal lives. I would say so. People going to football. You can't go. People. You can't go up from that now back to wherever Restaurants, you want. Right. People are living normal lives, mostly not wearing masks. And guess what? Uh, the biggest number of people who die any on any given day is about fifty. Yeah. Uh, so uh, from from COVID. So in other words, it's just not really that fatal anymore. No. I think that's right. Now, I've got a couple of messages that we haven't read out. Um, the good news, by the way, is we've got some more sponsorship coming in from uh, uh, from the uh, the Manscaping. Oh, uh, Manscaping. They loved what we did the last time so much good. that they're going to come back in for some more action. We're big in the Manscaping big market. Big in the Manscaping market, and uh, not that's not all. Uh, the Seductive Stitch says this, I live for your podcast. Please tell me to kindly fuck off if you get a chance. My real name is Katie. would be much appreciated and would make me laugh hysterically. Fuck off, Katie, you Yeah, cunt. come on, Katie. Fuck right off. Uh, Rogers says, hi, guys. On your next podcast can i request you call me a first class ocean going cunt for making the mistake of tweeting a wind up comment on the twitter feed of that champions league of cunts i'm not even going to say his name but he's a rival broadcaster i think i know uh, resulting in being trolled by all of his followers well uh is he a cunt for that uh i think he is 
Massive cunt. Oh, a massive cunt. Ocean going, massive cunt. Yeah. Fucking industrial scale, Olympic class, gold medal cunt. Yes, absolutely right. Now, finally, just to prove that people that go to university aren't particularly fucking brilliant, right? (laughs) University of Sussex finished with one of the lowest (laughs) university challenge scores ever. With ten points, <laughs> it's, isn't but, that you, that's just your starter? Isn't ten it? For fucking points. You're a starter for ten. How can way, you only get ten points? By the way, have you seen? You know that cunt David Lammy? Oh yeah, the Labour MP. Yes, who, who uh, does uh, some sort of stupid radio show? Oh, on he the does. Yeah. Channel. Yeah. Well, who would give him have a radio show? Have you seen him when he was on Mastermind? Yes. Celebrity Mastermind. Yes, he was shit at it, wasn't Fucking he? Fucking What was the... What was the... Uh, what, was it, what, what, was the what is the former stately home turn, that's turned into a prison in central Paris? Uh, a notorious prison. Versailles. <laughs> fucking more fucking guy's a moron. That really He is. knows jack shit about fuck all. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, some people are just... The thing that I find funniest about the people who think they're clever is that they, when they get proved that they're really fucking not. L- Lammy, lives, Lammy lives in an information-free zone. He yeah. doesn't fucking know anything. It really is incredible, fucking isn't it? Fuck fuckwit. Right. Now, I've got a lot of questions here, but I'm not even going to bother going through it. But to go into a university challenge and come out with 10 points is pretty fucking... Well, there's, there's a Sussex University. Maybe yeah. they're connected to well, the Duke and Duchess They're the one who's giving that uh, Kathleen Stock a hard time right now. Oh, yes. The poor, yeah, the trans woman. The woman who has the... Uh, Affrontery to say well, that when I was a women kid, have cervixes. That yeah, kind of when thing. I was a kid, a disgusting. Uh, University of Sussex was always a hotbed of fucking communards, yeah. communists, and yeah. the rest of it. They're always occupying. I'll tell you one thing though. Occupying the fucking place. I'll tell you one thing uh, about Sussex University. I know this because uh, my brother-in-law's kid has just started there. They live in France. She's yeah. come over. Uh, one th- say, fair play to Sussex. It's one of about only four universities in this entire country that are fully. Back in action, fully oh, well, that's students good. all Actually going to lectures, going to no lectures. more Zoom calls. They're fully back in action. So fair play to Sussex for that. Well, we'll give them 10 out of 10 for that. 10 out of 10. That and means they've now got 20 points on the University Challenge and Challenge. And the start of a 10 on University Challenge, that's all you're getting. That's all you're going to get. Anyway, we've got to fuck off now because we've got lots of other things to do. So you can all go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. Uh, the, the tickets are now on sale for November the 6th yep. down in Putney at the Half Moon. Join us and it'll be a fucking it'll be, great it'll, afternoon. Uh, we're we're going to try and cross a few more lines. Yeah, it's going to be nightmarish. See you then. <laughs> Piss off. What this report contains is the very crucial mm. sentence that at all times the government, Boris, the cabinet, were following the advice of Valance, Witty and Sage. Yeah. So all they did was follow the advice. Yeah. They're the ones in the shit now. They're saying politicians should resign, mm. Boris should resign, yeah. Hancock should resign, all these people should resign. Yeah. Uh, and, and all they did was follow the advice. What about the scientific advisors? Why are they not considering their position? Why is Witty why have not? We still got why is Witty not considering resigning? Why is Valance not resigning? Yeah. Why are Sage not all resigning on yeah. mass? Because they gave Boris the wrong fucking advice. Yes, absolutely correct. Have you seen? You know that 
cunt David Lammy. Oh, yeah. The Labour MP. Yes. Who, who uh, does uh, some sort of stupid radio show. Oh, on he the does, yeah. Channel. Yeah, who would give him Have a radio show? Have you seen him when he was on Mastermind? Yes. Celebrity Mastermind. Yes, he was shit at it, wasn't Fucking he? What was the, what was the, uh, what was it, what, what was the, what is the former stately home turned, that's turned into a prison in central Paris? Uh, a notorious prison. Versailles. <laughs> fucking mor- fucking guy's a moron. That really He is. knows jack shit about fuck all. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, some people are just... The thing that I find funniest about the people who think they're clever is that they, when they get proved that they're really fucking not. L- Lammy, lives, Lammy lives in an information-free zone. Yeah. He doesn't fucking know anything. It really is incredible, fucking isn't it? fuckwit. Right. Good luck with your newspaper in the future. Maybe it can get even shitter.